If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. I highly recommend setting up as many automatic payments as you can towards your investment and towards your saving goals so that you're not even seeing that money as it hits your bank account, especially if you are somebody where money tends to burn a hole in your pocket. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. So today's topic is retirement. And I was actually working on the outline and research for this episode while I was on an airplane flying to LA. And I was sitting next to a man who was in his retirement age and he kind of glanced over at my computer and he said, wow, you're really smart to be researching this now. I only wish I had done this decades ago. And he went on to tell me about how he was still working in his 60s and how it was something that he continued to put off. And it really gave me the fuel to make this episode so actionable for you and walk you through certain things that I've done as an entrepreneur in terms of retirement so that decades from now, we are all retired and living the good life and not flying somewhere for work like the man next to me was. Now, it's actually interesting because this topic came to me because the other day I was hanging out at my parents' house. I was sitting with my mom and sister and sister-in-law, and we got on this topic of retirement and more specifically planning for retirement as an entrepreneur. And something really interesting about my family, we are all entrepreneurs. So all of us kids have our own businesses and We are first-generation entrepreneurs, so neither of my parents were entrepreneurs, but because we all have our own businesses, we've had to figure out what does it look like to spend and save and invest in ourselves and in our futures. 
And my sister and I were talking about tax classification and other nerdy things. And that conversation really did inspire this episode because these offline conversations are what a lot of us are craving to listen to and be a part of online. Like they are the topics that we find ourselves Googling or worse like the guy next to me on the plane, putting them off because we're simply intimidated or we don't understand. And so I want to spend today's episode talking about planning and saving for retirement as an entrepreneur. And I know this is probably not the sexiest topic you could ever hope to learn on the Gold Digger podcast, but honestly, it is kind of sexy because this topic can offer you security. And I don't know about you, but feeling safe and secure is one of the greatest feelings on planet Earth. So this honestly might be one of the most important topics that we discuss here, because as much as business and marketing strategies are important for the here and now, it is so important that we're thinking forward to offer us the opportunity to make decisions when it comes to our time. And you all know how I feel. Time is our currency. And so if we can be wise with the way that we're spending our currency of money, it just might get us more time in the future. So before we dive on in, I want to say up front, I am obviously not a certified financial professional and I cannot legally provide financial advice. So with that caveat, I do want to share my own experiences in this episode, but I more so want to lean on the research and the advice from people way smarter than I am in the financial sphere. So this is what the guy was watching me do in terms of research for today's episode. So whether you have your retirement plan halfway devised or your 401k is booming, or you don't even know where to start when it comes to creating a plan, Let's dive on into what financial experts advise for entrepreneurs who are ready to prioritize their financial futures. Are you ready? Let's go. If you love listening to the Gold Digger podcast, you'll love the full lineup of business and entrepreneurial focused podcasts on the HubSpot Podcast Network, like Marketing Made Simple, hosted by Dr. JJ Peterson. Marketing Made Simple brings you practical tips to make your marketing easy and, more importantly, make it work. He's got a robust catalog of ready-to-binge episodes like why your videos aren't engaging customers, an amazing no-cost strategy to get more leads, and how to build your social media content calendar. Listening to Marketing Made Simple wherever you get your podcasts. Full disclosure, I am watching a baby monitor as I record this and saying a prayer that Quinn falls back asleep. She's rolling around right now, but... I think it's important to note some of these things because this is a reality of being a working mama of a little one. And so if I have to pause and if the sound sounds different at any point in this episode, it's probably because I am going to grab my baby. Okay. So let me just kick off this whole topic by saying that retirement and this whole notion of it is really intimidating. Like I still feel intimidated by it. And when my team brought this up as a potential topic for the show, I was ready to like shy away from it because I just feel like one, there's so much information out there, but two, there's not a lot of information that guides entrepreneurs to feel confident in their decisions. And I studied personal finance back in college. I had this trusty budget with all the numbers run But nothing prepared me for navigating the financial world when I became an entrepreneur. In fact, my mom recently sent me my budget from that personal finance class. And it just made me smile because it was such a beautiful way of learning how to budget and things. But that was when everything was figured out for me in the corporate world. 
And my parents, shout out to them, they drilled into me this power of spending and saving and giving wisely as a kid. So when I was a kid, we did weekend chores. I mean, literally my entire childhood, every Saturday before we could do anything, we did weekend chores. And if we did them, we would get $3 a week for allowance. And my mom actually had mason jars in our bedrooms for each of us kids. And one jar was for giving. One jar was for spending and one jar was for saving. And this whole notion was really instilled in us of like, hey, yes, you have money in your pocket right now, but giving is really important. So helping other people or finding places that your money can make a difference. Saving is really important. And then with what's left over from those two, that's your spending money. And so among that guidance, it was really drilled into me to be setting aside money for the future and not just for the future as in like a month from now or a rainy day, but more specifically saving money for this notion of retirement. And I remember when I left my corporate job, the job where all of my retirement savings were auto-drafted every time I got a paycheck, I remember feeling so lost. Like I had no idea where to start with saving as an entrepreneur. Heck, I didn't even know how to legally pay myself as an entrepreneur. So I'm sure that you can imagine that a 401k wasn't exactly top priority for me. And I've shared this many times before. And while it's super easy to look back on my entrepreneurial journey and clearly see things that I did wrong, like a million things, I also recognize the things that I did right. And one of the things that I did right was hiring an accountant before I even brought a single penny into my photography business. I literally sat down in their brick office with a piecemeal business plan together and my hopes and my dreams and all that I was hoping to accomplish. And that was the start of me building out my financial team. And like pretty much everything in life, you need a team behind you and finances are a place that you definitely want to seek out guidance. Like I am so thankful that I wasn't afraid to ask for or to pay for help from the very beginning. And in most of my conversations, I've recognized that one of the greatest barriers to entry of entrepreneurship is an understanding of how all of the finances of a business can work. So for me, I started and grew my business while holding tight to the security of my corporate job until I had matched that salary and felt safe enough for me to make the leap into entrepreneurship. Like for me, having those consistent paychecks also gave me this ability to reinvest in my business in those early days so that I never had to go into debt for it. All of the money that I was bringing in was going straight back into things like a website and gear and insurance and the accountants I hired. And the truth is, in those early days, most entrepreneurs aren't even thinking about retirement or thinking in the long term. Like you are looking for proof that you have something viable and something that is worth pursuing. And I get that. And so if you're like me, you're reinvesting the money that you're making back into your business to keep it running in those early years. And you're probably saying to yourself something like, I'll learn more about retirement once I get established or I'll save for retirement once I make X amount of money. Have you ever said those things? I mean, I'm sure most of us have. And honestly, this isn't even an assumption. Chances are that you might fall into this statistic. Listen to this. The online community for small business, Manta, performed a survey that concluded that 34% of entrepreneurs don't even have a retirement savings plan. The top reason being that they didn't make enough money to save. 
Other reasons included using previous retirement savings to invest in their business and planning to sell their business down the road in order to fund their retirement. Whoa, like one third of the entrepreneurs out there don't have a plan, let alone savings to fall back on. And honestly, this statistic is scary, but it's the reality of navigating this world and trying to do it while also running or starting a business. Like for a lot of us, over one third of us, this idea of saving for retirement can feel like a pipe dream, especially in the world of entrepreneurship. Maybe you tell yourself, one day I'll be able to invest. Like so many people set these arbitrary number goals, like once I hit six figures, I'll set money aside for retirement. But think about this. If you cannot part ways with $5,000 when you're making $50,000, What makes you think that you'll be able to part with $10,000 when you're making $100,000? These principles and the practice of them get strengthened over time, just like your muscles, and especially get strengthened when you create systems around them and invite in the right help. If you know me in real life, I used to be the girl who avoided risk at all costs. Like I crave certainty and control. Anyone else? And I was a person, I wanted the plan, I wanted to follow it, but becoming an entrepreneur has made me a lot more risk adverse, a bit more willing to gamble. But when I look back in those early days a decade ago, I was so cautious and careful. I knew that when I told my parents that I was going to turn in my two weeks notice that I had to be able to answer their 20 questions. And one of their first questions was, what does this mean for your retirement planning? Now, I 100% happened to err on the side of caution early on, and I chose to max out my retirement savings, knowing from my parents and my short stint in the corporate world how important it is to begin saving for retirement as early as possible. I remember my parents always telling me to max out whatever it is that I could, and while I didn't have a company matching my contributions any longer, I still wanted to do as much as possible. And I remember those early contributions were limited to a few thousand dollars based on my income level and my tax filing at the time, but I still opted to max out what I could based on my accountant's recommendations. Keywords, based on my accountant's recommendations. Again, have somebody advising you. Now, quick tip when it comes to this, is any way that you can automate things like spending and investing, do it. I have always found that whenever I set money aside, as soon as it comes in, whether I'm saving it or investing it, kind of like those mason jars, I don't really miss it because I never really had it. Like if I don't even see it, I don't miss it. So I always set up direct deposit into those different savings accounts, whether retirement or saving for taxes or anything else. Once my business was really succeeding and I reached this higher tax bracket, I decided to expand my financial team and met with a financial planner along with my accountants. Now, I lucked out because my accountants had someone they recommended, and so I hired him, and they all came together to create a team. Them working together was to ensure that all decisions made had my best interests at the center of their union. And after that meeting and looking at different options based on where my business had grown to, we decided to change how my business was filed based on my income and the work that I provided. And that decision alone allowed me to almost invest 10x of what I had previously been able to invest in my retirement. 
Now, one thing that I think is so important is to ask for recommendations because fun fact, these humans, the ones I'm talking about are still a part of my team a decade and a million pivots later. They're based in that tiny village that I started my business in and they still advise me. And I feel so grateful that I found humans that have stuck with me for over a decade. This is also a reminder that you shouldn't just like like or like be uh, fine with the people that you're bringing in. You want to love the team members that you bring into your entrepreneurial journey. I trust my team. I respect them. I love growing and evolving with them. Like I am so grateful for the work that they do within my business. And so if you are in a place where maybe you have an accountant and you're ready to expand your team, ask them for recommendations because having people that can work together, that understand the greater goal of your financial health is so key. And so maybe you already have a retirement plan, but you haven't visited it in years, or maybe you set it and forgot about it, but this episode is making you think it might be time to revisit your plan and see if there are more opportunities to do things like increase your investment or meet with advisors and talk about your greater plan on a deeper level. So back to that family conversation from a few weeks ago. As we were talking about our retirement contributions and plans, which is, again, hilarious, something my family does, I also found myself passionately telling my family about the importance of taking this all a step further and doing something like setting up your will and your trust and your estate plan. And I know this sounds a little crazy, but it's something that we did last year. And honestly, it's something that I wish we would have done even sooner. Setting these things up as entrepreneurs, and even more especially if you have children, can give you a massive amount of peace. Like it really gave me peace of mind when we did all of this. And it was really interesting because Drew hated the process. Like he hated when we had to do the calls to talk about things. I loved it. Like he didn't like talking about what would happen if something happened to us. But for me, I truly felt peace knowing We have a plan that spanned from things like medical decisions to financial decisions to our children and their care. And I even encourage my parents, like, you got to get your stuff set up. My mom actually just sent us kids an email with their plan, their wishes, and more. And so I want to just encourage you when we're thinking about our financial wellness and health, I want for you to think about having these sorts of things established. Like, Just having those documents established and having this plan in place can provide so much clarity, not just for your future, but for your loved ones. And it also invited our family into interesting dialogue about things like health and financials and end of life requests. Now, trust me, (laughs) I get it. It's something that you don't really want to think about when you're young and healthy and it's easy to put off. But if you take my advice and build out a financial team, you can be advised on what to do and how to do it right and well. And when we created our will and our trust, it forced us to get on the phone with our entire financial team. We had our accountants, our financial planner, our legal team, and everyone is working together to draft the will and the trust in other legal documents. And honestly, I was at a mastermind and I said, the greatest thing that has happened in this last year was having all of these people connect and come together because it's amazing when you have people who are experts in their areas, looking at the well-being of our finances and our plans and when we hope to retire. And we were able to look at all of these different things, how much we want to save, what we need for requirement, all of it. 
And it was really cool having everyone on the same call. One, because it condensed the amount of calls we needed to be on. But two, it made it way less overwhelming for us because we don't know all the specifics. We aren't the experts. We don't know all the legalities or the rules for making these important decisions. And so it gave our entire team this chance to connect to be on the same page so that we are all working in the same direction for the same goal. I loved it. So anyways, I know that felt like a TED talk, but to sum that all up, I highly recommend handling all of your planning as soon as you can before you even feel ready, just to make sure all of your ducks are in a row and to help you plan for a future when you're not here. And I also highly, highly recommend getting the right team together and a team that is willing to collaborate on your behalf. So please take my advice here, something I wish I would have done earlier. And let me acknowledge that I understand that getting a team like this on board is going to be an investment for you. But remember, investing in your future is not the risk. It's the investment. And so hiring the right team of people is going to save you money in the long run, help you have confidence in the plan you're creating, and build the right support system around you for when you get stuck or when you have questions. Okay. So let's talk about six steps that you can take to get started with your own retirement savings plan. And much of today's episode research and retirement tips are coming directly from articles from Forbes Advisor, CNBC, The New York Times, and Inc.com, and were written by experts in the finance and investing fields. Now, don't worry, we'll link all of the sources in the show notes from today's episode so that you can have more resources at your fingertips as you navigate your retirement plan. If you want to see today's show notes, click on the link in the show description or go to jennacutcherblog.com slash retirement. That's jennacutcherblog.com slash retirement. All right, let's jump on in. Number one, determine your retirement goal. So coming up with the amount of money that you'll need to retire seems so arbitrary right now when many of us are years and years, even decades away from retirement. I mean, the national average is retirement at the age of 62, which means I've got 28 more years, but I don't want to wait that long. Like that is not my plan. And that's why it's important to have a number so that you know what you're working toward so that you can track your progress and so that you can break down your goal into monthly and yearly actions. So if you're curious, the general recommendation is to save and invest at least 15% of your pre-tax income for retirement starting by the age of 25. So if you are starting later, you'll likely want to put aside a higher percentage, so higher than 15%. So it's really important that you be honest. Where are you at today? How old are you? Be honest about that. And what you should be putting aside right now. So if it's helpful, let's walk through a crazy equation for starting younger versus older with your retirement savings. And let me give you a fun fact. I was on math team as a middle schooler. So join me for math class for a minute. I remember doing equations like this that drilled in the importance of planning for retirement early. So if a 22-year-old and a 32-year-old start investing $5,000 a year for retirement and earn a 6% return annually... If they were to each retire at 67 years old, the one who started saving earlier at the age of 22 would have saved just over $1 million by the time they retire, while the one who started saving at 32 years old would save just around half of that, about $557,000. That is crazy. One decade difference meant almost half of the investment saved. 
So the rumors are true. The sooner that you can begin saving for retirement, the better, thanks to that fancy thing called compound interest. So if you're wondering how you can roughly figure out how much money you'll need after you retire, use the 25X rule. So you start by estimating your annual expenses in retirement and multiply that number by 25. Consider variables like how much money you'll need for basic living costs, but don't forget to figure in all expenses, even things like vacations. You'll want to factor in what age you'll stop working entirely, whether you might face any big medical expenses, and how long you realistically think you might live. Now, I know all of this is kind of morbid, but it's important to start thinking about and getting curious about now while you have the energy to make decisions, create a plan, and execute so that you can at least have a general idea of what you'll need later on. Now, most experts say your retirement income should be about 80% of your final pre-retirement annual income. So that means if you make $50,000 annually at retirement, you need at least $40,000 per year to have a comfortable lifestyle after leaving the workforce. So using the 25X rule, if you estimate your annual expenses to be, say, $40,000, then you would need $1 million saved to retire without much concern about emptying your nest egg early. You know the phrase, easy as pie, right? Well, anyone who's actually made a pie from scratch, from the buttery, flaky crust to the perfectly sweet filling, knows that making pies is, in fact, very difficult. But you know what is easy? Integrating, automating, and scaling your business with HubSpot. The HubSpot CRM platform seamlessly transforms customer data into usable insights, like what's the average time it takes to respond to a customer service request, and how can we get better at it? The HubSpot Service Hub brings all your data and support channels into one place so your team can spend less time hunting for information and more time delighting your customers. Plus, seamless connectivity with marketing and sales hubs means every person on your team has a crystal clear picture of your customer. It's easy as HubSpot. Learn how HubSpot can make it easier for your business to grow better at HubSpot.com. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. 
Number two is to create your retirement accounts. So now that you have your number, it is time to get saving. I'm picturing the mason jars, but in the form of digital bank statements. (laughs) There are a lot of options for retirement accounts for entrepreneurs. So I'm going to break down the five most popular ones. So first, there is the traditional IRA or individual retirement account, which anyone can use with income earned from a job or their own business. Your contributions here are tax deductible even when you don't itemize deductions. You also won't be taxed on investment earnings until you withdraw money, but there can be penalties and taxes if you withdraw early. You can open a traditional IRA online through most banks and investment firms. After the traditional, there's the Roth IRA, which is a variation of the traditional one. You invest pre-tax money into a traditional IRA, but with a Roth, you invest income that has already been taxed, meaning that your earnings in your Roth IRA won't get taxed even when you begin withdrawing at retirement age. So the sooner you can start a Roth IRA, the better. But keep in mind that if your income is higher than $139,000 a year, if you file as a single person or $206,000 a year if you file jointly, you can't make contributions to a Roth IRA. That's just a rule. Third is the SEP IRA, which is good for entrepreneurs who currently run a business on your own, but plan to one day have employees. This is actually what I transitioned to from a Roth once my business had grown. Now, a SEP IRA allows your company to contribute to a retirement plan on your behalf rather than you contributing as an individual. So basically, your business is contributing to the retirement plan for you. One thing that's important to note about this is when you have employees, you must contribute the same percentage of their pay to the SEP IRA as well. So if you contribute 10% of your pay, you have to contribute 10% of theirs as well. And this has actually been awesome for my employees and something that I am super proud to offer as a CEO. Offering these opportunities for my employees really feels like a dream come true. After a SEP IRA, you have the Solo 401k. This is an employer-sponsored plan that allows you to invest pre-tax dollars, but you can only open this account if you're self-employed and have no employees other than your spouse. If you one day do hire employees, you can always convert your solo to a normal 401k. The biggest advantage of a solo 401k is a higher contribution limit. An IRA has an annual limit of $6,000 if you're 50 while you can contribute up to $58,000 to a solo 401k. So remember when I said that meeting with my planners allowed me to almost 10x my investment? This was the leap that I had made. And now finally, the last option for those entrepreneurs with employees, a normal 401k plan is likely the option for you. Now, unfortunately, this option requires the most paperwork as well as a provider fee. But with this plan, you can set up company matching to bolster your own retirement savings. So keep in mind, again, whatever you match for your own plan, you need to match the same percentage for all of your employees This is the most complicated of retirement plans for entrepreneurs and the most expensive to manage, but it can be beneficial if your business's revenue and resources can offer a significant match. So that is a lot, right? And even just reading those options, I can see why people get so intimidated, but turn your intimidation into curiosity here. Maybe you're overwhelmed and you still don't know where to start. 
In general, as a rule of thumb, opening a Roth IRA is best if you earn less than $139,000 as a single person or $206,000 as a married couple. And if you earn more and don't employ anyone else, then a solo 401k may be best. This is, again, where your accounting can come in super handy to look at your specific situation and to help you make the best decision for your future. I think it is so worth having somebody's professional input here so that you don't make the wrong decision and you don't have to kind of reverse what you're deciding if it wasn't the right fit in the first place. Number three, diversify your investments. This one has been huge for us. So you want to make sure that as you are investing and saving, you're not putting all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. So diversifying things like long-term saving, mutual funds, index funds, or exchange-traded funds or EFTs can be a game changer. If you invest into something like an index fund, you'll get immediate diversification in hundreds to thousands of stocks and bonds. And this type of investment historically outperforms mutual funds. Now, here's the thing. I get it. Investing is scary and it is often really confusing. Like I'm still confused about it. So if all of this is a lot of new language to you and you know you don't have the time to do a ton of research to fully understand it all, there are options here that allow you to execute without you yourself being the expert. So maybe you'd rather set it and forget it. If that's you, then you might want to consider target date funds or robo advisors. These are basically services that you can pay a small fee for, and they create a pre-mixed retirement portfolio that automatically adjusts your holdings as you get older and as the market changes. It looks at your goals, the amount of time that you have, and your risk averseness, and it invests accordingly. And I think it's just so cool that we live in a day and age that things like robo-advisors even exist. Like, how cool is that? Beyond diversifying in the more traditional ways, we have also invested in companies and startup opportunities. We've joined in funding massive projects. We've invested in other things like property, cryptocurrency, other businesses. And for us, again, it's just like diversifying. The goal here is to lay a strong foundation that isn't super risky. And then if you have more to invest, choosing other things to invest in that you believe in. So like this year alone, we've invested in four different companies from a metabolic tracking health company to a company that makes noodles. Like we have our hands in a little bit of everything in case one market dips or drops off for a while. And the goal here is to make sure that our investments are spread out to both safeguard our returns as well as to multiply them in the long run. So while it might not be realistic to diversify in such an extreme way, it can be a goal to establish as you plan and execute that plan. And then when and if you have extra, you can get creative with how you're choosing to invest it. Number four is to turn on automatic deposits. So I am the queen of automation. Those set it and forget it infomercials still haunt me in my sleep. But this is a tip that can totally transform how you save. I highly recommend setting up as many automatic payments as you can towards your investment and towards your saving goals so that you're not even seeing that money as it hits your bank account, especially if you are somebody where money tends to burn a hole in your pocket. When you get into the practice of doing this and setting aside your money, even when you aren't making a ton, it makes it more of a habit and a practice and it becomes this non-negotiable in your life. Like, It was a non-negotiable as children that we put $1 into saving, $1 into spending, and $1 into giving. Make non-negotiables in your life as an adult. 
And what's so cool about this is that when you do this, it kind of makes it this thoughtless process. Like you don't have to spend time and energy logging into your accounts and making sure you're putting enough in, in all the places you can just select the number that you want to be investing and make sure it doesn't go past the limits and then move on with your life. And the thing is, is that auto drafts and deposits make it so much easier to follow through so that you're not just waiting, waiting and waiting and waiting some more to get started. So even if you were to start with like $150 a month automatically deposited towards a Roth IRA, that will begin compounding now to earn you even more in the future. Remember that whole scenario starting one decade earlier, a decade from now, you are going to be so glad that you set this up. Number five, put aside any extra cash that you can. So even if you're not able to set aside the 15% of your income yet, you can start small and grow incrementally. Many financial advisors suggest increasing the amount you contribute to your retirement accounts by 1% each year until you reach at least 15% of your income. You can also practice putting aside more when you get like a raise or a bonus, or you can contribute some of your tax refund or other unexpected income you might receive. A few members of my team always just invest their bonuses right when they hit versus spending them or trusting themselves to transfer from their bank account once the bonus hits. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. When it comes to content creation, you either do it because you love it or because you know it's a powerful business tool. Now, either way, it takes a ton of work. Whether you're building your website from scratch or struggling to manage payments, you need Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate one-stop shop that's been my go-to for almost a decade. Yes, nearly a decade. It's designed to help creators and entrepreneurs build thriving online businesses with steady recurring income. Whether it's blogging, coaching, or podcasting, Kajabi makes it simple to transform your passion into profitable online courses, exclusive members, membership sites, and so much more. 
Over the years, Kajabi has been my rock from hosting my signature courses like the Pinterest lab to handling transactions without taking a single penny of my money. That's right. You get to keep 100% of what you earn. With Kajabi, you get powerful analytics, simple payment options, effective email marketing tools, and beautiful website templates that you can customize. And here's a little secret. You don't need a massive following to earn a great income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi who are making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers, and you can be one of them. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash goal. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash goal. Join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion today at kajabi.com slash goal. Now, another tip for the financially savvy is to redirect or allocate funds as you progress on your path. So for example, some people start investing the amount they once paid toward debt after their debts are paid off. So if you once paid $450 a month for your car payment, and then you pay off your car, you can begin putting that $450 into retirement each month. It's money you were already used to not having in your pocket and you won't miss. So you might as well save it and let it compound for later. Another thing to be wary of is lifestyle creep or lifestyle inflation. And this happens when you begin earning more money and suddenly start spending at a higher rate. Like I literally paid myself the same salary I had earned at the corporate job I quit, even when my revenue had more than doubled because I knew I could live comfortably off of it. And so instead, I just kept saving and saving and saving. And because I did that, we were able to pay off our mortgage before the age of 30. And we have been entirely debt free ever since. So while it's tempting to inflate your lifestyle as you earn more, heed my warning here. Try to live off less so that you can save more. And number six, the last one, finally, remember you are in this for the long haul. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Unless you're nearing that retirement age of 62 on average, there's really no reason to fret when the stock market or your investments go through crazy ups and downs. The world is constantly changing. You hopefully have time to ride the waves. So don't fret. You investing in your future is 100% worth it. Historically, the stock market sees average returns of around 10%, but some years it's grown more than 20%, and then others, its performance is drastically in the red. Ride the waves knowing that money saved is better than money spent. Preparing and planning for retirement is a long game, so do what you can to learn more, to save as much as you possibly can regularly and starting ASAP, and don't get hung up on the roller coaster ride of stock market performance. What goes up must come down and vice versa, but keep your eye on the long game and stay consistent with your strategy as you find a team of advisors who support your goals so that you can be golden for your golden years. Well, there you have it. What started as a conversation at my parents turned into an episode being researched on a plane next to someone who wishes they would have done these things. And while I don't talk much about financials on here, this is something I wish more entrepreneurs were exposed to and educated in. You, my friend, chasing your dreams is a massively big deal. And so as you learn and grow, remember, you are not the risk. You are the investment. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. 
Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.